Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, a paper crafting and creative lifestyle show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we are creating in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedell. The Crafty Ass Female Podcast is brought to you by the Awesome Ladies Project, a community that encourages you to tell your story with pictures, paper, words, and the bits of life we find along the way. You can join us in the ALP for free at theawesomeladiesproject.com slash craftyassfemale. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Kat. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Crafty Ass Female. So, listeners, today we have Catalina Hidalgo on the show, who goes by Kat, who goes by Kathy. Kathy's Creations, I know, is your personal account. You know, fun. Um, I'll link to it all. But um, we're happy to have you here. You're the founder of New York City Planner Addicts Group, which is how I know you and met you. And you're also mom to fraternal twins. And I'm pretty sure you have a day job. But yes, you'll, I do. You'll, you'll tell us. So this is like your side hustle, although it's like in my mind bigger than life. But you'll go. We'll go into that. Um, okay. And I first, I first met you. I, I don't, I don't remember if it was 2016 or 17. But I was working for the Happy Planner, and you had me come and be at this mm-hmm. event that you had hosted, and it was like unbelievable. And I think it was one of your first events as in New York City Planner Addicts. But I just remember like it, I was so impressed, just like so impressed. <laughs> and I mean, you and Kristen have that shared thing of like hosting live events. I think you, you used to do it before nonsense of 2020, like more frequently than her one live event, but still mm-hmm. like both of you rock my, cause I could never like, just, <laughs> it blows my mind. The two of you just orchestrating that, but we'll go into it. And, um, yeah, because as the founder of New York city planner addicts, it's like event planning and collaborations and ticket sales and swag and like all that stuff that goes into it that I can't wait to hear you talk about because I think anyone listening who is interested in that kind of thing, I think you bring such a good insight. You'll bring such good insight. And then I, I want to hear how this, this crazy year has kind of affected everything. So welcome again. <laughs> Thank, so you. Thank you. So you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, great. So, <laughs> so we could kind of start at the beginning with kind of your creative black backstory. I kind of want to know why planners, right? And <laughs> the origin of just like how that blossomed because I'm a planner babe as well. Um, yeah. And just like, were you a creative kid and, and just how this kind of came to be what it is today? Got it. Got yeah. it. I've, um, I could recall back in like my high school days, I've always had a planner, whether it was one for just my homework or one for just like my to-do list or just in general memory planning. Cause that's another thing I like doing too, memory planning. Um, so what happened was one day, well, I used to have the paper planner before this whole sticker um, <laughs> community, I, before I found this whole sticker community, should I say. Um, so I had the paper planner and, um, and I've, I've always, like it always is, it, sorry, it has always helped in my anxiety. So for me, I, I continue do, using it. Mm-hmm. Um, I recall one day I went and I started searching um, I don't remember when I got into the ECs, but I have uh, an Erin Condra for, for a while. And I decided to look up the hashtag. And when I looked up the hashtag, I saw all these stickers and washi tapes and pens. And I was just astonished. I was like, what is this? <laughs> How do I get involved in this? I feel like Erin Condren is the gateway drug. Into- yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She was like the first, she was like the first one 
I understand planners as an online presence. So it's like when you found her out, it was like, oh, this weird thing that I've been doing live without anyone. At. Like, she was like the gateway. Yeah, she was. <laughs> definitely was. So when I looked at the hashtag and I saw all this, I was like, oh, my God, what is this? How do I get involved? So I started looking up and I saw that there was different state planners. Like, there was a the Idaho Planner Society. So you look up hashtags and you start seeing different different states that have these groups. So I'm like, okay, let me see if there's a New York City planner group. Couldn't find anything. I found the Jersey one. I found, the, I think, a Florida one, but I couldn't find the New York City planner group. So I was like, okay, this is, how is it that New York City is like, well known. How is it that New York City does not have a planner group? Right. I was like, okay, so let me just start one. So New York City's planner addict started on May 21st of 20, 2016. And when I started it, I believe my first member was Lee, which I believe you yeah. I think you know her from Long Island. She is a planner babe extraordinaire. Yes. Like she will be there every event and like make mm-hmm. it happen. I know, I love Lee. <laughs> yeah. So she was actually my first member. And from there, like we grew into the group that we are now. Right now, I believe we're at 2,600 members. So I'm, I'm actually, you know, surprised. I didn't expect the, to get to the point where I'm at today, but I'm, I'm very happy with the, with the success that I've gotten and the, the feedback that I've gotten and the love and the support that I've gotten from this community. I love that. I love that. And so it started from just like, I love paper and planners. And you said it helped with the anxiety, which like when you said that, I was like, you know what? I think that I loved it too for that reason. Like, was it, do you feel like the meditative of just having a space that you can like, like just playing with paper? Like, what do you feel like it really was? Or was it just? It was more feeling accomplished. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing things on paper and seeing it checked off and seeing like, okay, I did this. So I didn't waste my time today. I did th- mm. get things done. Now I feel more better about myself because it was like I wasted the whole day. That yeah. makes so much sense when you have a I totally get that. Yeah. And, you, go ahead, Kristen. Sorry. Well, no, no, no. I was going to say, and I, you said you started having a planner to, for homework in high school. Mm-hmm. And I know I always had a, a homework planner specifically so that I would not have to keep the weight of homework deadlines in my head. And they were in this planner so that like that anxiety of knowing that I had to do this thing that I was going to be graded on, that I was going to, you know, had to be done. I didn't have to remember all of it in my head. It just lived somewhere else. And that was always in a planner. And I always remember, like even way back, you know, way back then, that I loved in my homework planner using jelly roll pens yes <laughs> yes <laughs> like you know we, we didn't ha- i don't want to say oh we didn't have much back then <laughs> but like you know we didn't deck out our high school planners with washi tape and stickers and all that but we did we had those jelly roll pens and you know social studies was in one color and english was in another and like that felt good yeah color coordinating mm-hmm and I don't know if I knew it at the time that that was, like, relieving my anxiety. But, like, looking back on it now, that's abs- like that was absolutely what was happening. hmm Yeah. I felt that was so interesting that that was, like, one of the first things she said. Because I'm like, <laughs> you're right. And it worked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> yeah. How did NYC really come into about, like, the background behind yeah. that was um, 
at the time that I started the NYC Planet Addicts, I was in a bad headspace. Um, my mom had been diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, I had gone, I was going through problems with my landlord who had done a, an, an illegal eviction on me mm. in the middle of the winter. And uh, my dog was diagnosed with lymphoma, which was cancer. Oh. <laughs> so when we took him in, the doctor pretty much told us that if we didn't do chemo for him, we would lose him in a month. Mm. So with all this anxiety, I didn't want my kids, because again, my kids were about two years old at this time. I didn't want them to see me go through that. I would try to lock myself in the bathroom to let my emotions out and stuff like that. I just didn't want them to see that side of me. So that's when, you know, I decided, you know what, I have to do something to distract myself. Let me get into a new hobby. Started memory planning and I started memory planning with, with my dog because I knew I wasn't going to have mm. much longer from that. So that's when I started, you know, I realized that, hey, I can use my planner for memory as a memory plan, as a memory book. And I started with that. Started with doing pictures and little things here and there to, you know, to, to, to not only help me, help my kids, because actually they look back at that book now and they remember my dogs. They're, are they seven now? No, six. Eight. Oh, man. <laughs> I see them sometimes on Instagram. Like, oh my gosh, they're getting so big. So, so I love that. So you, so it started as like I need a distraction from the chaos that was going on in here and around you and all that. And then, so like, what was your first? Like, how did you start? Like, what was the first like three steps? Like you took. Um, I started going around. I think I I, I joined Planners Gone Wild. And like I said, I started searching for NYC Planet Addicts groups and I couldn't find any, so I started one. And then from there, I'm not sure how I, I, I got a, I got, I, I don't know how like Lee found me, but she ended up finding me, but I ended up going to an event that you and Hannah had at mm-hmm. Michael's. Oh, that's right. And that's where I started meeting some of the girls. And I think one of the members put me on blast and she was like, she has a planner group. Yeah. And everybody was like, you do? Yeah. And, <laughs> And the that's awesome. when I got the the right crowd just has to find out that they can... right. <laughs> that that's right. Now that I remember, so I have I have pictures of all me this too. Somewhere. I have a picture yeah. of me, you, and Hannah. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Okay, so then, so then, so then, the momentum of being in the group kind of like kept your inspiration to make yeah. it grow happen. Yeah. And then, so like how far, cause then I feel like that was in around April and then November you hosted that meet, that yes. thing that I, so it was like a few months of you like cooking this thing in your brain. Yeah, so I started off by doing little events. I did like brunches and stuff like that. I did one in the summer in here in Brooklyn and then I started traveling. Um, I ended up meeting Diana from Sugary Girl Shop. Right. And um, that first event that I threw, she was, we collabed on it. And uh, we had you as a as yeah. a as a special guest. <laughs> yeah, it was again just like so impressed <laughs> by the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, me and Diana, we stood up uh, late nights having a lot of conversations, trying to put you know details together because we wanted to we wanted to bring an event to New York City, and it was a success. We had about a hundred girls that day. Yeah, <laughs> we played games. I turned out. We, we had food, desserts. <laughs> That's great. There's just something so special about live events. There is. You get to bond. <laughs> yeah, and it's so cool because, like, so growing up, you know, in the New York metropolitan area, you know, it's not like it's not like it's a. Okay, I don't want to. I I don't know how to say this. It's not like it's a crafty girls on the block area. Yes. 
Okay, okay. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I'm glad that, and it's hard to say in words, but like, it's not like out here in the Midwest where I am now, where it's like, okay, yeah, everybody quilts or everybody sews or everybody knits. It's like, you got to really find your people mm-hmm. because, and, and, and it's so weird because there are so many people. Yo, it like everybody <laughs> lives on top of each other. Right. And, you know, I get, I, you know, it is so, it's a different kind of living. And I, you know, I lived in North Jersey. My parents still live in North Jersey. It is home. It will always be home. But you really got to find your crafty people. Yeah. They, they are like, you know, and, but then once you find them, they are like, they're like, Zion for life. They're loyal. Yeah. <laughs> Very loyal. Yeah, yeah. But you make so much sense because born and raised in Queens, right? I say New York, but let's listeners, it's not like the city, right? Like I feel, <laughs> but like I always felt and was told that like New York is limitless. Like anything you want and need and your fingertips is found in New York. But if I tell you how limited I felt in like you're saying, like finding where I belong, like, you know what I mean? Like I get it. I get what you're saying. Like you feel like every opportunity is there, but I've traveled from that for the happy planner and seen hordes and groups of women willing to get together for this hobby that I haven't that I hadn't seen until New York City Planner Addicts like that's what I mean you're right yeah and I think that that's so cool is that like even even though there wasn't like a New York City planners group as soon as you made one and started to build it (laughs) it's like oh yeah no we're all here and we are here yeah (laughs) our first event with Amanda the ticket sold out in seven minutes yeah, if you build it, they will come. <laughs> that, I, was, I was literally going to say that, like literally the the, the conversation. <laughs> so okay, right. So so since that time, I've seen you have like countless like events. Like you've done sleep at the pajama parties and stuff. Like such cute things. So my first question is, like, is what you do for a day job like event planning? Like how? Like do you have skills from your day job that filters into this? Kind of Believe stuff. it or not, no. I actually work in construction. <laughs> so I'm cool. in a totally different different environment. I'm on a, I'm at the office. I process uh, applications for permits. So I, I'm an expediter and, uh, and a project consultant where uh, you'll come to me and let me know what you want to do for your house and stuff like that, and I'll get you involved with the right people. I'll get you an engineer and the, and the permits that you need to. But I feel like that's a good skill for, like, Handling, but like, I, I just, it is kind of a skill you can pass on to the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kristen. Now, the only thing I can think of is the actual little characters from Mario. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Goomba means something different to us. Yeah. Well, it doesn't for me because you know where I, I'm, I'm yeah, literally yeah, yeah. Sopranos. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Now you have me thinking of all the other things. Okay. Yeah, you can totally edit that out. But. I mean, we say all the time on this podcast, too, is like show up, like have a passion for something and show up. And that's how it happens. Like you don't necessarily even need all that background of skill. Mm -hmm. But I love that. Okay, so now all these events are happening since the one that I showed up for for you and I saw that was amazing. And then all these events are happening. And then 2020. (laughs) So how has 2020 kind of played into the whole you have Thanks. to say thrown a wrench in. Sure. Yeah. sure. So yeah, every year we hold a big event. 
and and we'll do small events like we do plan jammer like you said uh plan jammer we try to hold we try to accommodate 40 to 50 girls no more than that because it's a fun party you come in your pjs and you know plan it's all workshops and stuff like that nothing no special vips um then we throw the big event um we were supposed to have an event on we were supposed to have our first expo which this year we're doing something different on july 18th of 2020 but because of covid we have to we had to push it back to july 31st of 2021 so it's still gonna happen with just next year um so i felt bad because um i wanted to again i'm all about giving back to my community um the love that i get from the girls in my group is just amazing you understand like i, I if I need help, they're there. If I'm having a bad day, they're there. If somebody needs me, I'm there. Like we, we're just there to back each other up. So I wanted to do something for them. I felt bad. I felt like I couldn't give them refunds because I had the deposits all lined up. We were, we were, I think four months prior to our event. So I threw a virtual event, no cost. Everybody who had a ticket was ready, was coming for free. We had workshops. We had a, a character guy who drew up. Digital yeah. um, we had the DJ who did like, an hour of music. Like it was just amazing. I didn't think that it was gonna be a hit, but it really was. We had Paper House come with a few shop owners and they did a This Is Us panel. Um, Haley from um, Peel and Heal, who had a, a mental health awareness. Um, we had an interview with uh, Kristen from Pen Gems. It was just, again, the love that I got and the feedback that I got was just amazing. I didn't think that it would be a hit, but a lot of the girls, I had one member call me in tears and she was like, you don't understand how much I needed this. And I was yeah. like, you, I, I yeah. needed this. <laughs> right, yeah, to, 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 to throw something like that you need mm-hmm. is, is, and then everyone else around you need, like it's true. It's like, if you fulfill what you need, it's gonna fulfill other people. Mm-hmm. Like, that's so true. And so, and like, I loved how you said too, like, if you need something, the girls are there. Like, it's so much more than just a planner group. Like, yes. you girls are talking in between meetups and, like, constantly collabing, like, and help and being there for each other. It's a friendship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I want to say more than a friendship. I, I I treat my girls like family. Yeah. You know, like, right now, we, we were doing the fundraiser for one of our, our – uh, our mods, who actually I'm mean, going to probably ask her to become an admin, which is Wendy. I'm sure you remember Wendy. She had to leave to Texas, so we did a yard sale for her, and it was pretty successful. So we're always trying to help every, you know, whoever, whoever. If you're in my group and you need help, just reach out. I'm there. Yeah, it's a special group. Yeah, I think that's one of the best things about having community right now is that there's so many things that are keeping us apart but the internet is keeping us together and we're finding so many new and interesting ways to come together even if we are like you know all in the same city and we can't see each other even though we're close we're still finding ways to connect because we need the connection and because we have to find new and different ways of connecting, those connections are even deeper. It's true. Yeah. Did the virtual meet and how successful it was, do you feel like that'll inform future meets? Like, if it went so well, you can technically 
kill a lot of overhead, right? Is that what it's called when you, you know, <laughs> you can always um, go virtual? Yeah, you can, but you still want that experience of bonding with somebody. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of our members are not from New York. They're from out of state. You understand? This is the one time that they get to come and we actually meet for, uh, you know, face to face. We can hug. We can, oh my God, I finally get to see you. All that. And you don't get that, you know, through the virtual. It's a different experience. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, it's not the same when you can't hug. <laughs> yeah. This too, be in people's presence. But now you know that it can be done. Like, it can be done. Like, I feel the same way about teaching in school. Like, there's no substitute for being in the room with them and having the resources live. But what has, since spring, what has been clear can be done has been, like, amazing. Like, yeah. and I feel that if nothing, that's what came. It's like, wow, people are resourceful and they can mm -hmm. find a way to get it done. Like, mm -hmm. that's been a big lesson. So, so now we're talking about how great it is to be a member. So now I'm thinking, <laughs> so is there a way you can tell listeners how they could become a member? Is it strictly local? Can you be a member if you like live somewhere else? Like, so I just wanted to kind of hear about membership and. Yeah. No, we wear, we open our arms to everyone. So you don't have to be a New Yorker girl. You can be from out of state. You can be from out of country. Just join us. You can find us on Facebook in the NYC Planet Addicts. And it has the TM because we are trademark. <laughs> nice. Oh, good job. Good job. That's so smart. Nice. So, okay. Respect so I'll. Your I'll... intellectual property rights. Yeah. <laughs> I put too much work into it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> For sure. And then when something's a success and people are like, ooh, you know, it's like <laughs> you want them to be interested, but not that interested. <laughs> like, right, calm down. Um, cool. So so I'm going to link to all that in the show notes. So again, anyone listening, you can head on over to craftyasfemale.com and you'll be able to find ways to click and be a member and join and check out Cat and all the things. Um, and I kind of wanted to talk now about just like collaborations and kind of how you've linked up with some people like capital chic designs has been wasn't she with you too capital chic was she at an event or maybe i'm thinking not her she so came to the event um we had um the founder of the black women who, uh, who plan and create speak at one of our events right so that kind of segues me into like you do such really high quality like awesome collabs and i just kind of want to hear from you like how that happens and then i feel like you're such a good source of again like diversity in the planner community we've talked about diversity in scrapbooking and all that but like I just love your group of girls <laughs> like, <laughs> there's such a good widespread representation of like anyone that can plan or be in this kind of hobby as opposed to what you might see you know projected so let's kind of hear your thoughts on collaboration uh, and all that when we put when we uh start the planning process and events I do have mods that helped me put the, the event together. Um, we sit down, we plan, we we brainstorm, we throw ideas at each other, and from there, you know, we pick and the pick and choose the ones that we feel are going to be a hit, and then we execute the game plan. Mm -hmm. um, we had Cindy from Llama Letterings because who doesn't love Cindy? Yeah. She's just amazing. <laughs> yes. And if you don't know who you are, who she is, then where are you? You've been yeah. hanging under a rock. <laughs> um, so yeah, she actually she, she's actually supposed to be our host for the expo. Fingers crossed that we can still that it still takes place next year. But she was supposed to be here for this one, and we had to postpone. But um, Cindy has been a host for our past couple of events because the girls just love her. 
They love her personality. Yeah. They just love who she is. Yeah. Um, another one that um, that we were actually bringing to the table this year was Chrissy Ann Designs. Mm-hmm. She's been a hit. We talk about her often in the group. And uh, I had posted a poll asking the girls, you know, who would they like to see? And she was mentioned. So I wanted to bring her along to do a workshop. Hopefully, again, she'll be at the expo next year. Yeah. But yeah, um, I just reach out and I start writing to people and, you know, letting them know my, my ideas. And the, like I said, the love and support I get back is just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. If you build it, they will come and they see mm-hmm. that you have the base and they're, mm-hmm. yeah. I love it. Instagram has played a major part of that because I'm able to show what we bring to the table. Yeah. With other past events and, you know, upcoming events too. And once people yeah. start seeing who's be, who sponsors me and who's behind me, they're like, oh, okay, I want to get involved as well. And that helps as well. So it's like, you know, a little bit of who you know, you know, and what you put out there. Yes. So you're a mom to fraternal twins who are, who are eight and you have a day job. So like, I'm wondering just kind of where all this, like meeting with the mods and like calling <laughs> venues, like where does it, where do you fit it in? The mods and I get together and have a, we've been having a virtual meeting once a month. Oh, so every, nice. like, the, like the beginning of the month, we'll get together on a Friday and we'll just virtual and start putting brainstorming ideas and stuff like that. As we get closer to the events, we have uh, meetings where we'll get together and we'll start, you know, where are you with this and where are you with that? And then we start putting the pieces together. But each mod is a ta- assigned a task. Like I have one mod who's in charge of table sponsors, another mod, well, I won't put it on one mod, but I'll set like a, two or three girls on swag. Another one to help me with the catering. Another one to help me with the venue. One to help me with the sponsor letter. So everybody has, you know, takes takes a part of it. And together we get the big event. <laughs> I love it. And then so they run it by you, what they've come up with, and then you kind of make the final decisions for the event. Yeah. I love that. See, help. Right. Help is... <laughs> I can't do this alone. I definitely have a lot of help. Yeah. No, I love that because I don't feel like people talk about that enough. I feel like Mm -hmm. you've shared so many things in the, you know, whole shebang that goes into New York City Planner Addicts that I feel like it's very helpful to hear that it takes, like, a bunch of people. It takes a community. Yeah. It (laughs) It really does. Mm -hmm. Start it, and then Mm -hmm. it takes a bunch of people. That's. You also need volunteers the day of to help us set up so that, you know, everything is rolling on time. Yeah. So, you know, it's teamwork. Yeah. And it's always really good to have other people to catch things. Yes. Like, because no matter how many times you have a draft of something, you could, like, you know, not spot that typo. And if it's on, like, a dollar amount of something or uh we need this amount of notebooks or you know how many tablecloths did we order you could just like see it and look at that paper 10 times and because you are that only one looking at that paper 10 times you'll just miss that mistake no matter how close you're reading Mm -hmm. and if you have another person looking at the same thing they'll be like kristen how did you not see this (laughs) and i'll be like I don't know. I literally have looked at this piece of paper 10 times. I can't tell you how I missed this clear mistake. Um, which is right. right. That's, that's why it's so great to just have just any other person. Yeah. Doing food and just like, you know, that's why you have the buddy system. Yeah. And it's always nice when you have lots of buddies. Very true. You get help. You don't feel overwhelmed. Yeah. 
And it seems like the culture you created in the group is one of like, like you're saying, family. Like it's, it's a hardcore community where like the women will do whatever for each other. Like, and that's only that breeds the best kind of like support and collaboration. Yeah. So that's um, like, go ahead. Go Wild is an inspiration. Yeah. A lot of the girls want to go to Go Wild, but they just can't afford to go Go Wild. So what do we do? We bring Go Wild to New York, just a smaller version, a different version. And that's, yeah. you know, that's why everyone is not hesitant to help because who's yeah. not going to want to go to an event so close to home at such a discounted price? Yeah. That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. And like, and Go Wild, because like when I was in the planner community working for the Happy Planner, like Go Wild was always like a touchy thing, not the event, but it was always like, the Facebook had the caddy girl. Like, you knew that if you were going there, it was not always PG. Like, you know, like, stuff. Yeah. But the event was never felt like that, I feel. No. Yeah, like, the event is the girls who are there for each other and the actual hardcore community. Like, I always needed to remind myself of the distinction because I always associated it with the drama. That wasn't <laughs> no, no, what yeah. the event was, right. No, it's not about that. I went to the Go Wild Texas and I had an amazing time. Yeah. I met so many people. I did so many excursions. It was just so much fun. Yeah. I love that. So you're using that as like inspiration and I think mm -hmm. you bring so much like it's you do. <laughs> bring the New York side yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the New York flair. Yeah. And so like on that note, like so I just feel like New York in general is a melting pot. Like we don't think, you know, I just feel like you could find all backgrounds, all everything here. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so in, that's reflected again in your in New York City planner addict. So like being such a part of the planner community as you are for so long, like I am too. Like so I was just curious on your thoughts on like diversity in general in the planner community. Like I know the New York City planner addicts has such a diverse, wonderful group, but do you feel that that's reflected like at large in the planner community? Or is there always room um. for more? I think they might be room for more. As far yeah. as with the NYC, I always say planning transcends all, all races, ethnicity and religion. Mm. Um, and that's because, again, New York is just multicultural. There's, you yeah. know, everyone's, you know, from New York. So for us, my group, I want to say we're, you know, we're very diver uh, diversified. Um, I want to see more of that in the planet community. I, yeah, I do. I want to see more of it in the planet community. Uh, where I would, you know, it's hard. You know, it's hard to say what, you know, this shop should be doing. Right. I don't like to get into that, you understand? But as far as, uh, how do I say that? It's hard, you know, it's a tough topic, to yeah. be honest. But um, one thing I would, I would want to see is more, for more of, of these corporates to include groups. Right. Then, um, there's a ton of planet groups and the, some of these groups have thousands of members. Why not make st stickers for each group? New York City planet addicts, you know, New York City themed stickers just for us, incorporate us, or even in just Florida, you know, just things like that. Right. That's a really cute idea. Mm-hmm. I love that. Right, yeah, like, and I think- I know they exist. So like, well, and I think yeah, we do exist. Why not? Right? And it's such a it's such a hard thing to be a spokesperson for diversity. And then, secondly, all of these corporations have been built up by 
the major planner corporations have been built up by white people. And it's, you know, it is just so much of like, well, this is what we know. This is what's made us money. And this is what's going to make us more money. So this is just what we're going to keep doing. And then on the other hand, you have so many incredibly talented just human beings, some of whom are black, some of whom are Latina, some of whom are disabled, some of whom are, you know, LGBTQ, some of whom are all of the above. Like, and they make incredible stickers. And they're on Etsy. They're on, you know, just selling off of Instagram. They have their own tiny little shops. Mm-hmm. And when you're in the community and you eventually find the community, when you eventually, you know, you know, you're by your Erin Condren and then you go on the Instagram and then you find the hashtag and then you're like, oh, okay. Eventually you fall down the rabbit hole enough to be able to find the little indie shops that have the stickers that are like you in whatever way. You know, maybe you are a Green Bay Packers fan. I don't know. But, like, the corporations would do better if, like, they looked at all these little shops that are making these adorable, amazing, empowering things. I mean, there is one company that makes literally hundreds of thousands of stickers and puts them in sticker books and sends them to every major craft store and we all know about them so like they could just make lots of stickers that look different like that's a possibility but until then you know we're just gonna have to keep lifting up those little shops on our own Uh, one one thing that i do and i feel like it's very important to do with when i do events is my vendors Yes. I don't pick anybody just because of what numbers they have on Instagram or their sales. No, I'm looking at small shops because these small shops, not only are they a part of my community, but they're from New York and I need to bring them to the spotlight. So if I have to do whatever I can to showcase them, then that's what I'm going to do. And believe it or not, it's helped. And right. And that's how you keep jobs in your community. That's how you support. Like, that's literally how you support the economy. Mm -hmm. So. And that, that's what I was going to say, like in this whole conversation and, and what I mean partly by diversity is exactly what you said, like getting something different because you being the founder of it, you being like your key audience, like, you know what I mean? Like you using the product and knowing what you would want out of it. It resonates with everyone involved because that's what I felt the most when I was there. I was like, holy shit, like this girl knows planning and knows what New York City planner girls want and she has it here. Like that's what it is. And it wasn't, it wasn't like who made the best design. It was more like who made something that they were hella passionate about that you could get behind. Like that was the energy that was around it all is like everyone is passionate about this thing. People make stuff for this craft that everybody loves and it doesn't matter. Like you said, like your rank, your status, your this, your that, like outward appearances. Like it got to a point, like I, you know, this is just my experience. I'm not going to say it's still going on or whatever, but I felt I was enlisted to the happy planner and trying to create that energy. And the bigger they got, the more they just wanted to make sure they were big, if that makes sense. So it, it's it started to lose the fervor of everyone loves this thing and let's try to make everyone that loves this thing a part of it. And that's what I love that you can bring to the table with it and you have so successfully. <laughs> 2020, 2020 with the pandemic and everything that's have happened has happened this year has been an eye opener. 
my original concept for the 2020 Expo was mental health awareness. But with everything that happened, um, I'm actually gonna incorporate a lot more things into my 2021 Expo. We're gonna talk about Black Lives Matter. We're gonna incorporate the Latinx queer movement. You understand? And we're also gonna also be bringing the mental health, but there's so many things that I need to bring awareness to that I feel like now's the time. Mm -hmm. Why not use the Expo to bring that to my girls? So. I can't wait to see it. And I think that's so, that's so awesome in so many ways because mental health for so many people, like it's so intertwined with Black Lives Matters and any, well, just all oppression. Because if you are being oppressed in any way, that's obviously affecting your mental health. And so... Yes, I think that's just, that's so, that's so, that's just, oh, yes. Oh, I'm so, okay. I have a question where I'm just going to take everything in the complete opposite direction now. Okay. What do you think the planner trends are for 2021? Good question. <laughs> right now that we're starting to think of like, okay, 2021 planners what are we doing for next year and it doesn't even have to be what do you think everyone's doing because i what do you like what what do you think like you what are you into what are your girls into like what do you know what are we buying um i actually did a frankenstein and i have the disney happy planner because i love i'm just i'm a mickey mouse girl i like disney but i have cloth and paper inserts i i go i can't I cannot tell you how many times, like, I t- I click on her website so <laughs> often. And, like, thank God I can't decide what I want. Because <laughs> there would be everything. It, it, it's, it's just amazing. Like, it's minimal. And it's, like I said, I'm just, the, I don't know. It's just. And then also, like, also thank God things sell out. To, because, like, by the time I have, like, oh, yeah, I really need those. And it's gone. It's like, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no decision no for me. <laughs> But yeah, I'm using that for next year. But I also have my EC because I'm an EC girl. I can't give that up. I use that yeah. EC as my memory planner. Yeah. Oh, man. I, nice. I feel like I've never been more excited to plan a year than to plan 2021. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I know everything's going to not be like, it's, nothing I plan is actually going to work out. But, but we need to turn the page. We do we need try. to try. We need to turn the page and see a new year. Whether or not anything's much different, I think we just need to see a new year. And know that time is progressing. There's something about that. I feel like my 2020 planner has laughed at me so much (laughs) that I just want to laugh at my 2021 planner. (laughs) Yeah, no, looking back at that, like, you know, what are your plans for 2020 in the very beginning of some of my annual planners? Uh-uh. So depressing. <laughs> so, so depressing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, talking about planners. Oh, my God. I, I have too many planners for 2021 already. <laughs> I, they're just, they're, they're piling up already. So I'm really excited about the idea of 2021, the idea of planning. There are so many. Okay, hold on. Right. So at the Awesome Ladies Project... There are so many women who are memory planners. They love memory planning. Some of them do it in a regular happy planner, but the girls who do it in 
the big happy planner, they look so cool. So do both of you memory plan? I memory plan in an EC though. And then Amanda's memory planning in a passion planner. Yeah. I just, okay. So I love Amanda that you just like, you know, just made this thing up one day and now everyone is doing it in totally different plan. Like, yeah, just, Mm -hmm. you know, pick a planner. Now you just sick picture. It's brilliant. And okay. So I don't know if we've ever actually talked about this. So before we get into our last question, I would love to know quickly, what is your memory planning process? Um, Depending on what I have planned for the week, like if I'm taking my kids apple picking, I'll try and find like an apple uh, apple picking kit and I'll put the background and stuff, little apples, washi tapes with apples. And then I'll take pictures of uh, us while we're there. And then I'll just put them around with little quotes and, you know, write little things that happened the day of. That's so much fun. And so is this a blank Erin Condren that you have specifically for memory planning? No, it's the, the EC with the horizontal. Oh, it's a horizontal. I haven't, I didn't know she made oh. one. I love it. So you kind of put it in there and it's like yeah. a journal. And right. It's, and it's strictly, so like, right, I used to have to explain at trade shows that, no, 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 I use this one after the events happen. And I use this one before the event happened. Like, people don't wrap their head around. Like, this one is a retrospect planner. It's the after the fact. And this one is the prepping me for the future. Right, so the Erin Condren strictly once it's happened, you get you set it up and decorate right. it fun before, but then the memory planning happens after. Yeah, yes, I see. after I you take the receipts, you know, ticket yeah. stubs. Yeah, awesome. That is, it's so cool, and it's such a great way because if you're already a planner, one of the things that I like to teach my ladies when it comes to documenting your life is one, you're already doing it. You are already constantly documenting your life. If mm-hmm. even if you are already planning, oh yeah, doctor's appointment you know, took this one to that place, went to the store. Sometimes you're already sticking receipts and things in your planner anyway. That's already your life story. So if you are already playing around with planners and you love stickers and you love washi tape, just print out your pictures and make it pretty and get another planner. And like, you're that's a scrapbook. Mm-hmm. You are doing it. You're yeah. amazing. And just find, you know, whatever way you like to tell your stories and memory planning is so cool. And I love how everyone is, you know, finding their planner to do it in. It it just makes me so happy. It, it's, it's so much fun. <laughs> we had a workshop at one of our events with uh, Amy Tangerine. She actually came and did one of our workshops. And it was memory planning. Mm-hmm. And she had uh, the Scribbles That Matters book. And she plans on the go. Like memory plans on the go. Like if she's at a restaurant, the receipt, she takes it up and sticks it right yeah. in her book right then and there. And she just keeps it moving. She'll write yeah. something as she on the plane, like as she goes. She doesn't, which is, I, I've never seen. I mean, I don't think I can possibly do that because I'm just, I'm a neat freak. I, if I make a mistake, I want to rip the page out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's so much fun. It's mm-hmm. It's so fun to see, like, as we go on how more and more of our crafts are intertwining with each other and becoming like hybrid crafts and like that, that what Amy Tangerine did is so similar to like smash books that we had, you know, 10 years ago that, yes. and that is, you know, so similar to the 
composition book things and commonplace books and all those other like you know old school scrapbooks that people made lots of long time ago yeah mm-hmm. and it's just so much fun to see you know everything old is new again and it just because like it, the, th- the thing it always brings me back to is like when bell-bottom jeans came back in the 90s <laughs> and then like all the baby boomers were like really mad about it they were so mad about it yeah oh my god they were so mad about it but then like <laughs> my mom wasn't mad but she was on the she was daily reminding me that she had a pair like uh, i was she's like i used to wear well, those. right there was I'm like, that, all right passive aggressive about it like <laughs> yeah. right it wasn't like anger but there was like a there was like, oh yeah i had those you know those were cool when i went to <laughs> right. high school right so there was a lot of that um and it's just so fun to see everybody decide that they can do things their own way instead of like this prescribed way that, you know, you go to Michael's and you buy that and you do it this way. Like, you know, it's not paint by numbers anymore. It's right. just, you get to do your own thing. There's and, no right way. This is, you're the way that shoot whatever comes out. Yeah. Your thoughts on paper. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so fun doing it with other people because then you get to be inspired by your friends and, like, if you, you know, trade papers with your friends or you get to go see... That's another one of the cool things about having live events is then you get to have, like, the same papers from the same workshop as your friends. And then mm-hmm. when you use them in your books, it's like, oh, yeah. Also, my friend has that paper. Or, you know, my friend gave me that paper. And, you know, oh, I know you guys get it. But, like, other yeah. people don't get, like, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And you could also branch off and learn different hobbies. Like somebody might, you know, one of you, you might meet a, a, somebody who's good at lettering. So going to an event, you could actually, you know, she'll teach you little tips that you can pick up on. Yes. Yeah. And like we, this podcast is based around the idea of like, it's, it's just paper. Like at the end of the day, it's just paper, but it's not. <laughs> like we, know, we yeah. right, like we say that, like it is when you really think about it and you go, okay, this is just like paper and pens and like stickers and okay but it's sharing and community and something to celebrate and fun like Mm -hmm. it's so much more and taking care of you know it's Mm self-care it's mental health it's you know mental health awareness it's expression like yeah it's you know what we talk about the show about being you know a creative lifestyle show you can't you can't separate that kind of thing from your life. You know, like you can't do I think that's like you can't plan or scrapbook and try to separate that from your life. Cuz you know, you're planning the things in your life. You're scrapbooking stories like in your life. You're memory planning the things in your life. So like you have to be a little bit self-aware at the very least. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as opposed to, like, other crafts where you can totally, like, zone out. Like, crocheting. You can totally use crocheting to get out of your right. face. Get out of your head. <laughs> right. And, like, you can do certain things in our, in our crafts about that. Like, you can punch out little things. Or you can make little embellishments that you're eventually going to put into your your craft, but you can't really separate yourself exactly. You know, you can't separate your whole self from this. And so I think that is one of those other things that really forges 
strong bonds because when we share our projects we're sharing parts of our, our stories with each other mm-hmm. and so i think like that's it's it's such a really fun and interesting way to meet other other women um and i think that that's been even more interesting in the last what are we now it's november so like eight months the last eight months of our our lives because wow it's it's definitely been weird yeah right okay so like one of the things that we have been asking everybody on this season of the show which is the season of the unexpected is what is an unexpected thing that happened either recently last you know pandemic time or another time in your life that has either taught you a lesson or brought a blessing upon your life that you didn't really think would be a blessing at the time. I would have to say the virtual expo that I just hosted on July 18th, July 18th. I didn't expect for that to be a hit. I didn't expect for it to be so uplifting and so motivational and, and the feedback that I got, I was crying tears at the end, (laughs) you know, saying, I'm sure the girls caught on to that, but it was just so moving and having everyone share their stories and and we could relate. You're not alone. We just we could relate. And that I think that's what 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 everyone was feeling feeling the most. Because being home, being quarantined, not knowing what the future held, um a lot of people got depressed. A lot of people were gonna have the anxiety. So having this virtual event, kinda like you're not alone. We're here. But we're not there with you, but we're still here and we're going to party and we're going to let you know what we're doing to overcome that. Yeah, I think that's really amazing. Do you, so do you think that it was a hit because people needed a place to get together because of the pandemic and they needed a place to be not alone or is it that they needed a place to be together with your community or a little bit of both? I think they just needed one day to be distracted, one day to take the focus away what, what was going on. The ex, the virtual expo was 10 hours. So it was an all day thing. Like we took breaks, so you were able to get up and take breaks, but it took away from what was going on in reality. The, the deaths that we were seeing, the numbers that were rising, a lot of, you know, that put people into fear. People were losing jobs. People were trying to collect unemployment and they couldn't get it. So everyone's, you know, wasn't, wasn't there they needed something to just be able to escape for the moment. And I think the virtual expo provided that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that's definitely a real valuable service. And to be able to give like just that like tiny semblance of hope. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, you're not alone. And there are other people. I think one of the really important things that we all need to have, and I think it's so hard, and I think it's especially hard for women, is the ability to experience joy while going through traumatic experiences. And we've been going through this ridiculous trauma for eight months, and that's just the baseline, let alone people who have been going through any type of illness, let alone COVID, any type of job insecurity, let alone actual unemployment, let alone not being able to get unemployment, whether it's related to not being able to 
get through on the state's website or for whatever other reasons. Like, there are so many multitudes of trauma being placed on top of people. And then just that permission and then the space to feel joy. That's such a valuable, valuable service. You were in the comfort of your own home. You didn't have to worry about getting dressed. You didn't have to worry about makeup. You didn't have to worry about being, you know, for your anxiety to go up if you're an introvert. Like, this was at your comfort, at your time, at your place. And you felt safe. Yeah. I think that's that's so cool. That's so important. That's so great. That's that's just so awesome. And, and again, coming out the other side, really have having impacted so many people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just another step for New York City planner addicts and knowing you can do it and like just growth, man. Good job. Yeah. We, we job. started we started doing little virtual events now at, in the group. So, you know, mm. so again, to keep the girls distracted of what's going on in the outside world. Yeah. Um, we, we, had, we were scheduled to do a sip and paint, but the girl who was hosting it broke her arm, so we're actually pushing it back. Mm. But we have some yoga sessions now going to be taking place this Sunday. So little things that we, you know, things that we can do to, you know, to help. I love it. I'm so excited to be sharing you and your group with everybody. <laughs> um, but we're going to conclude this episode before we jump into After Chatter with Currently Round, which is based off of Kristen's Currently card. You can get it at aryukristen.com slash currently. So, Kat, we're going to ask you, what are you currently watching? I am watching This Is Us. <gasps> ah, the new season. Yes. It's so good. It's so good. Like, that was my show. And then I couldn't get into, like, the fourth season, I think it was. I just, like, dropped off Teacher World. And I need to get back in is what you're telling me. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good. I don't want to give spoilers, but. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is us. Got to watch it. What, they're up to season five now? Season five, episode three, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, cool. That's another thing that, like, pandemic time, like, just zone tuned you out mm-hmm. yeah um what are you currently reading um i wouldn't say if it's reading but i am actually i was actually listening to the audio of uh, mariah carey's memoir oh Ooh. very good very good it actually reminded me back of my uh, junior high school days with the music and, <laughs> and everything because uh, in the audio in the audio she si- she sings that some, in some parts so nice. it's, it's good. oh i was gonna ask if she read it but then she yes. sings too oh. yes some of the why? parts she sings why would anyone oh. read that book <laughs> uh, yeah no why would why would you read the book yeah no that's that's you have to oh mm. that's a good one good yeah one. she goes into juicy details of the uh, what happened with Tony Mato- uh, Matola? Oh. oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no, no, I heard that she did. Oh. Mm-hmm. And there's an audio. Oh, oh, that's. Uh. <laughs> so I just made Kristen's top <laughs> top list. Interesting. Well, hold on. And also, like, I feel like that's a Christmas like yeah. book. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. <laughs> All I want for Christmas. No. <laughs> wow, good one. What are you currently listening to? Mariah Carey. Yeah. Audio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. What are you currently making? Um, when uh, that question was presented to me, I actually said making a dollar out of 15 cents. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I normally am. I'm always trying to do something, something out of, out of, out of nothing. So. Yes. I love that answer. <laughs> oh <my God>. yes. <laughs> Please. And then when you find out, you'll come back on and you'll tell yeah. us the secret. This okay. is my new thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What are you currently feeling? Feeling blessed. 
Yes. Nice. Love that word. What are you currently planning? Um, right now I want to do something for the holidays and the group. So I want to do like a virtual holiday planner event, sort of. Fun. I like it. Thank you. And lastly, what are you currently loving? My family. Mm, nice. This was wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You were fantastic. You were fantastic. Such okay. a fun guest. Let's uh Let's head over to After Chatter. I'm very excited. Let's do it. All right. All right. Let's go. All right, guys. You are amazing. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the show. We are headed over to the Craftiest Female After Chatter show now, which is an exclusive perk for Awesome Ladies All Access Club members. The All Access Club has a ton of great benefits like daily page lessons with me, free courses, and yeah, it's literally called the All Access Club because of the legit all of the access, right? But one of the best things is the After Chatter Vault. There are more than 100 episodes, both audio and video, in an easy-to-use classroom where you can even mark your progress. So we've got another great episode of the After Chatter Show coming up right now, and you can join us today at theawesomeladiesproject.com slash CAF. Thank you so much for listening to the show, and we'll be back next week with another great episode. Thanks, guys. Love you so much.